Welcome to the Tech Cat Show with host Lori H. Schwartz. Each week we hear from established leaders in the technology and consumer industry. Finding out the scoop should never be this much fun. Now, here is your host, Lori H. Schwartz. Hello, hello everybody and welcome back to the Tech Cat Show. This is a very exciting week because we are on the march to the Consumer Electronics Show, which happens every year around this time, and it is the biggest technology show in America and actually globally, where all sorts of consumer technology, business technology is being showcased all across Vegas. I think it's the biggest show in in Las Vegas as well. And so we always like to set the stage for that show um, because it really does feature a lot of business trends that are going to be impacting um, companies um, across the globe, as well as really looking at how do people handle innovation? How do you move through innovation? Because so many businesses and categories are being disrupted right now. And we want to try and figure out how to keep ahead of it all and also how to be leaders right now. Um, So that's what I talk to a lot of my clients about. And on today's show, I have somebody who is working at a fantastic company and is also a very experienced executive in helping companies with strategy and innovation. And that is Matt Johnson, who is currently the VP of Strategy and Innovation at Indiegogo. Let's have a Tech Cat welcome for Matt. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Welcome to the Tech Cat Show. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's my pleasure. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. The the studio audience is always very excited to see you. So Indiegogo, yeah. Indiegogo is a well-known crowdfunding platform, and you, Matt, are actually at Indiegogo Enterprise, which is the professional services arm of Indiegogo, and you're providing crowd-powered innovation solutions and enterprise crowdfunding for dozens of Fortune 500 companies, correct? Yeah. Yeah, really. Uh, th- thank you. So I'm... Uh, my work at Indiegogo is with entrepreneurs inside large organizations. You know, we, we know a lot about startups and the challenges of entrepreneurs inside small organizations. And for 10 years, this is Indiegogo's 10th anniversary, 2018, is about like what, the, what, what smaller entrepreneurs need in, when they're launching innovation. And since 2008, we've provided you know more than a billion dollars of funding and supported almost a million innovations uh, startups large businesses and over the last two years uh, we've really expanded dramatically we're now in 219 countries and territories around the globe and we've really opened up whole new opportunities for the way the crowd can invest in what matters to them And so for the past 10 years, that's looked like, let's fund small projects on Indiegogo. Over the last two years, it's expanded to have some of the world's largest companies launching their innovation on Indiegogo. And and, we can talk a little bit more about why that is. And we're also now doing equity crowdfunding and even an initial coin offering uh, was launched just two weeks ago. So there's just so many different ways that we're looking to power entrepreneurship uh, inside large and small organizations, and that's really what we're passionate about at Indiegogo. And and Matt, can you give us a little sense of your background? Because and we're going to dig deeper into Indiegogo Enterprises and some of the ways that you're actually helping clients because it's fascinating and it really is one of the biggest questions everybody has right now: small businesses and large businesses, which is how to operationalize in- innovation. But what what's your background that led you to be to be able to sort of guide all of this? Yeah. So personally, I uh, spent my early career in software development. And so I have a lot around, you know, big data software. I spent time at startups like Persistent Software, which ultimately got bought by Progress Software, really thinking about how data is synchronized in globally real-time environments like trading systems. I got to work on Reuters Instanet and some of the early exciting trading systems. And for the past... um, 16 years, 17 years, I've gotten to be connected to lots of different enterprise technology transformations. Like how are we bringing exciting new innovation into the enterprise? So I've gotten to do work with Cisco and Facebook and uh, dozens of startups that have grown large that, you know, one of my favorite startups that I got to help launch was a company called Local Motors, which is the world's largest community of car designers and engineers that collaborate on open source car design. 
So just had so many different opportunities to see uh, big failures and, and big opportunities around what enterprises need out of what large industries need uh, out of innovation. And so that's my personal background. And over the last year, um, I actually came to Indiegogo as part of an acquisition that Indiegogo did. So about six months ago, my company, the company I work for, got acquired, Agency of Trillions, which is the innovation agency that got started by Peter Guber and Tony Robbins and Jonathan Cohen. And that agency got bought by Indiegogo precisely to bring a lot of this enterprise innovation thinking to Indiegogo and to really expand. Uh, and we have dramatically expanded the way that we provide services to some of the world's largest organizations and the entrepreneurs within them. That's fascinating. I mean, um, I, I keep thinking about how literally almost every conversation I have these days is about companies sort of trying different things to get to this. Um, yeah. And they, you know, and, and it comes in waves too, like, like in, in vogue for a really long time was these large companies having, you know, this sort of little think tank inside of them that wasn't um, charged with making any revenue, but was just supposed to do cool things. And inevitably, yeah, yeah. when leadership changes, that's the first thing they wipe out is any department that is is in the red, right? That is not generating yeah. income. So how do you know large corporations focus on innovation if their faces are all down trying to get through the day to day? There's so much that, uh, first of all, just thank you for the question. I, I think it really reflects you and, and your work. Uh, you know, you and I have known each other for a couple of years now, and you've been consistently thinking about, like, the what's next for people. You're like this translator who sees a little bit of the future and comes back and tries to explain it to everybody else. And there really is something that's shifted. You know, we've gone through some hype cycle around corporate innovation. And we've had to let go of some things that just don't work. And it turns out that the smartest people don't work for you. And that's not getting, you know, that's not getting less true. That's getting more true. And so the, the sort of ivory tower approach to innovation misses something. It's like missing something crucial. A lot of the people whose opinions I respect most are, are thinking and talking more about social innovation which for a while was like, oh, there's that social innovation thing where you kind of like, you innovate for social justice or sustainability. Well, that's nice over there, but we're like talking about real innovation. But it turns out that social innovation is in some sense just about what matters to people. Like it's about innovating in a way that reflects what matters to people. And I think that's more than anything else, the shift that I'm excited about in large organizations is that they're thinking about how their innovation processes and systems can get more connected to what matters to people. And they've been doing a lot to try to figure out what that is. Uh, we spend a lot of money on focus group and market research. We spend $44 billion a year on market wow. research. That's a business and I need to get into then. <laughs> well, to some extent, it is a business you're in, right? Like <laughs> right, you, right. you are one of the resources that people use to figure out what matters. In the end, like buying market research is an expression of a pain. It's the pain of, please tell me what to invest in and like how to look good to my boss. Because I got to do both things. I can't just like innovate and not look good to the organization. I have to do both. So we can see that there's this $44 billion industry around how, what do I invest in and how do I look good in my company? How do, how do I you know, keep my job and have it work here? And we've been thinking a lot about what it does take to innovate in that environment. And I think the world of crowd-powered innovation, things like crowdfunding, where you, from, from a large company perspective, you launch pre-order campaigns for what you, for a product, that tests whether or not people are willing to buy it and don't want buy it at different price points. That kind of thinking has companies dealing with reality very much earlier. And I think that's the key. What we're seeing is the shift in innovation is to get connected to reality faster. And that's a very startup, like lean startup, um, you know, minimum viable product kind of thinking. It's just taken a while 
for some of the antibodies inside large organizations to even get reorganized enough to make that possible. Um, I love everything you're saying. We're going to actually take a break right now. And when we come back, I want to dig a little bit more into what a pre-order campaign crowdfunding scenario looks like. Like maybe you could take us through, you know, what that is and how you're really helping, you know, large, well-known corporations get to really cool products. And then also maybe some of the trends that are percolating in your world that you think are are really significant. So we're going to be back um, in a moment with Matt Johnson, who is the VP of Strategy and Innovation at Indiegogo Enterprise, and really digging into how do you stay alive today as a business in this crazy changing world. comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform, innovate, create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to Lori at TechCat.tv. That's Lori at TechCat.tv. Hi, everybody, and we're back. We have been chatting with Matt Johnston, who's currently the VP of Strategy and Innovation at Indiegogo Enterprise, where we've really been getting into how large corporations can innovate, can actually have programs that help them do it. And Indiegogo Enterprise is a professional services arm of Indiegogo who's helping use crowd crowdfunded powered innovation solutions to help corporations. So Matt was just getting into talking a little bit about how a company would use a pre-order campaign to to figure out if something was worth investing in. So can you take us through what that process is all about? Yeah, and I I think just sort of stepping back from the the difference in the kind of opportunities that entrepreneurs and large organizations have to innovate today, like we know it used to take a lot of money to build a digital back end of some kind, like a big data center you needed. You needed to buy physical equipment and now you have cloud powered solutions. And so that was the world of like, you know, the internet enabling bits. And now we have the world of the internet enabling things, you know, atoms. And we have a lot of new ways that we can make things and we can make them faster. We live in a world where you can 3D print circuitry. You can 3D print organs. We got to work with Wake Forest and all of their exciting innovation around, you know, biotissue fabrication, printing living tissue. And that's the future we're in, right? Like that's, that, it's just not evenly distributed yet. So with all of that transformation and the way things can get made, there's a new opportunity. And, but large companies haven't been historically set up for it. So here's how it is in large companies today. You have an idea and you do a little bit of drawing work to get your idea to a point where you can present it to someone else. Uh, They say, hey, that's a good idea. You should begin researching whether that idea might be viable. And you go through a research process that takes months 
And then at some point you make a decision that this might actually be something we want to do. And then you go through a formal intellectual property evaluation process. And I mean, I could go on and on with the number of steps that large companies go through in market testing and focus group and all of those steps have been developed over time because there are high risk, high reward moments called a product launch where you're selling into some distributor, you know, historically it's like circuit city, best buy, you know, let me get a Walmart order. You're, you're not really dealing with your end consumer. You're dealing with your customer. Who's a big retailer. And all of that takes years. It takes years and years to get a product to market. And so the opportunity of crowdfunding is that instead of spending a lot of money up front to do the testing and try to prove to yourself whether people are like it or not, we're seeing companies like uh, Procter & Gamble, one of the world's most important product launch organizations, that is launching products on Indiegogo uh, in some cases, years ahead of their normal product development cycle. And just this past month, uh, Procter & Gamble launched an Internet of Things product for the home that was uh, an aroma-based product. It uses advanced technology to, to have a better, you could, you know, with your phone, control the aroma in your house. And they only sold 50 units on Indiegogo. They've never done a commercial rollout of a product that small. Why did they do it? Because what they got was they got 50 units, they got thousands of people signing up on the waiting list, they got uh, hundreds and hundreds of suggestions and comments about what could make the product better, and all of the way they rolled out that campaign allowed them to test different messages, different price points, different feature sets, in learning what people really cared about. And they didn't just vote with a thumbs up. They voted with their wallets, and they voted with and you know an opt-in to be a customer in the future. So those kinds of campaigns are the future of how large companies can, instead of going through you know a gating process that takes years, within 90 days they can bring a product concept to a looks like, works like prototype that people will be willing to give their money. They will pre-order the product even if it's not eligible to ship for months or quarters or in some case even longer than, in cases even longer than that. So that's the opportunity is to be able to get money from customers who are using that money to, like, to vote for what matters to them very early in their product development cycle. Now, will a PNG then use you guys to go to the next step with that scent product or is that then they just take what you've fed them and then it goes into their regular system? Yeah. So this is, I think, what's really exciting about this moment at Indiegogo. You know, the, in the beginning, a couple different kinds of things would happen at Indiegogo. One would be that the campaigns weren't successful. You know, when you're doing bold innovation, sometimes it doesn't work. And there's lots of, of sometimes high-profile examples of people that raised some money and just couldn't deliver for their customers. And there's other examples of people who suddenly had extraordinary success. One that comes to mind is a company, Flow Hive, which is a father and son team that really thoughtfully reinvented a beehive, you know, a technology that has been in existence for thousands of years. They reinvented in a way that made it easy for anyone to have a small beehive in their backyard, and they raised $13.5 million on Indiegogo. Wow. But when that happens, like it sounds like a great moment, but then they come to us and they say, please help. We can't, like, we don't know what to do at that scale. And for a long time, our answer to Indiegogo was, we're not in that business. But over the last couple of years, that's really changed. We have major partnerships with Aero Electronics, one of the world's largest electronic component manufacturers. Uh, IBM Watson, provider of smart software technology. Uh, they've got hundreds of engineers, Aero Electronics and the IBM partnership, hundreds of engineers working with our Indiegogo entrepreneurs to bring their ideas to like a market ready, a manufacturing ready state. We just last month announced uh, our third major partnership with Ingram Micro, which is a global logistics provider that is now actually gonna solve some of the fulfillment challenges for, for companies that wanna go from zero to global very quickly. So part of it, part of the answer of what Indiegogo Enterprise provides is a platform for entrepreneurship that allows 
for teams to quickly go from concept to prototype right into manufacturing. That's true. But we also provide a set of services that enterprises are really hungry for, which is the concept testing. Like, let's roll out some concepts and see what whether people are interested in them before we even launch a product formally. And we provide like agency-like services so that innovation teams who normally don't have big marketing budgets and they don't have brand managers assigned to these products yet, they can get some support at what it takes to bring a product to market for an audience of early adopters. So Indiegogo Enterprise really is an innovation partner. We're, in, we're like an innovation agency partner for these large organizations that helps them solve whatever they need to solve so they can do concept tests and, and launch pre-order campaigns faster. That's a, that's, that's a lot. I guess your services have really expanded out as the, you know, the ecosystem has expanded out, right? As you've learned, you've added on more services to what you guys do. Is that correct? Yeah, I, th- I think the market for crowdfunding is a really interesting one. It's, you know, when people think of crowdfunding, they think of Indiegogo, they think of Kickstarter, they think of personal crowdfunding like GoFundMe, or now you can personal crowdfund on Facebook. Indiegogo is really about technology innovation and entrepreneurship. And I think what's underneath all of it, we got some core values at Indiegogo that entrepreneurship matters. Some might say it's like the single most important human activity. Like, I could start a hair salon and lift myself out of poverty, but it's really only in innovative entrepreneurship, bringing new things into the world that I can make a dent on poverty. If I brought everybody in the world up to, like, my standard of living or your standard of living, like, it would collapse. The environment would collapse. It is collapsing. So we're really passionate about removing whatever's in the way between people and their own entrepreneurship and getting, you know, for 10 years, we've been figuring out what's needed to kind of cause that phenomenon of innovative entrepreneurship. And we're really just spending a lot of thoughtful time looking at enterprises and large organizations over the last couple of years and really preparing to expand our offerings. And, and just as a final thought about that, this is not a place where, you know, Kickstarter or other companies have chosen to play that, you know, they don't see, I think, the challenges that entrepreneurs inside large organizations face. And I think that's one of the really big differences is, is the way Indiegogo is thinking about technology and the supply chain for technology and really the entrepreneurs inside large organizations. Now, the people that you are working with at the large organizations, are they all coming from, say, the same department within the company? You know, um, are there silos that you're breaking through, or is it different for every company? Yeah, I think there are three places that tend to be really interested in doing business with Indiegogo. I think right now the innovation and R&D and product development teams, really any innovation executive that's got a global view for like product development is starting to ask themselves how they might use enterprise crowdfunding to help them organize their product portfolios, like to help them decide what to launch. And many of them are looking at developing like an innovation brand that they can launch products under. GE First Build is a brand that we worked with. Um, P&G Works is like an innovation sub-brand so they can sort of test out launching things without the full expectations that come you know, with launching as P&G or just launching as GE Whirlpool. So th- I think those innovation executives are, are really the most passionate about what's possible with Indiegogo. Uh, we're also seeing a lot from marketing organizations that you know, working with Indiegogo Enterprise um, has teams be 15 times more efficient at reaching audiences of early adopters and makers and technology entrepreneurs. So a lot of marketers are trying to figure out how to have their brands associated with innovation. And so they can kind of see a crowdfunding campaign as a really smart social innovation meets social media kind of uh, platform. And it is. And so that's, I think, the second sort of focus or locus of, of, 
of, of passion in large organizations. And the third, which is pretty new, is you know, Indiegogo advocated for, for years and years to change the laws regarding equity crowdfunding. And finally, last year, they changed. In 2016, they changed. And uh, in 2017, Indiegogo became one of the first companies to offer equity crowdfunding, where small investors, not just accredited high net worth investors, but small investors could now invest and own in startups. And in December, uh, Indiegogo announced one of the first platform-enabled initial coin offerings, which is just another way to do equity crowdfunding, but using a blockchain-enabled uh, ownership strategy, right? That's what an initial coin offering Um, is. Matt, we have to to take a break, but I want to come back on that note because um, it's fascinating. And that, of course, uh, blockchain and Bitcoin and what's happening in the financial world is is a very hot topic right now. So we're going to come back and talk to Matt Johnson, who's the VP of Strategy and Innovation at Indiegogo Enterprises. We're going to dig into some trends that he's seeing bubbling up and finish off on on this great topic. So we'll be back in a moment on the Tech Cat Show. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform, innovate, create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to Lori at TechCat.tv. That's Lori at TechCat.tv. Hi, everybody. And we have been just talking about all sorts of ways that companies, large companies and small, are innovating. And we've been talking to Matt Johnston, who is the VP of Strategy and Innovation at Indiegogo Enterprise. And Matt was just kind of taking us through the the branches inside of large companies that actually launch all of this and work with Indiegogo. And the last one you talked about, which uh, just happened in the last year, is is allowing equity funding to to take part in all of this. And you were saying that there's been an initial Bitcoin offering. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah, totally. So, you know, equity crowdfunding generally is the opportunity to invest and own equity stock in the company. And there are different ways to do that. And one of them that I'm really excited about and that we're excited about at Indiegogo is an initial coin offering. Now, I should distinguish, like right now, Bitcoin and we're all getting kind of used to talking about cryptocurrencies. Cryptocurrencies are uh, built on a particular technology strategy or a particular technology called blockchain. And Bitcoin is like the Netscape for blockchain. It's just like the first one that we can all get excited about and we can start to realize its value. But no joke, blockchain is what matters. And blockchain is the technology that's underneath a new way to raise money for companies or really for anything that can be owned. And in this case, we're talking about startups. And what startups do is they launch essentially their own coin. It's a token. And the advantage of doing it that way is that blockchain makes it so that everybody can see every transaction and see who owns what. And so just to kind of get a sense of why that would be useful, the the first company that we launched this year uh, uh, in December uh, with an initial coin offering is called the Fan Controlled Football League. And the, this company started to have you know, professional football leagues where you could hire or draft the players, you could hire or fire the coach, and you actually call plays in real time. And the problem they ran into was nobody believed that the voting was really influencing what was going on in the field. 
And so as one of the first users of Bitcoin, or excuse me, of, of blockchain, they decided to build their business on the blockchain technology so that every transaction about every vote and every player and every reward was all open. And then they came to Indiegogo and said, we want to actually sell part of our company this way. So there is a coin underneath the ownership of these fan-controlled football leagues that is now one of the options you have to invest in startups. You can do that right on Indiegogo today. And just to kind of underline one last thing, like this is, so, so the last group of people inside large organizations that are often asking about Indiegogo are people that care about startup strategies. You know, there, there are 28,000 companies on the planet that have 1,000 or more employees. And every one of them is realizing they have to have some kind of, like, how do I collaborate with startups? I don't know how to do that. They're asking Indiegogo to begin looking at new ways that they can invest in startups, that they can run accelerator programs that are Indiegogo powered. Like This is a whole new world for large organizations too. Now, it's such a, a great system to plug into, uh, especially because it's so hard to move through the large companies. I mean, it's just impossible to ever get anything done, um, even in your own department. And so for, for you guys to come in and sort of drop in structure like that, um, it, I think is is a tremendous is a tremendous gift in many ways, right? Now, you are also looking at a lot of really fun, fun trends. You know, there are a lot of topics and things that come up because of the world that you're sitting in. Besides blockchain and Bitcoin, are there any other, you know, technology trends or, um, you know, things that keep coming up for you with various clients, areas that they're really interested in? I think right now, the every company is looking at how they can go more direct. So one of the one of the surprising trends I saw this year was sort of in the same way that the internet disrupted the music industry and the movie industry first, right? Because they're digital. It started with the music industry because the file sizes were smaller, and then it disrupted the, the the movie industry. And what that really looks like is where now companies go direct or you know artists go direct rather they 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 reach out to their fans and they sell to their fans directly and itunes made that possible so we're beginning to see like manufacturers some of the manufacturers that make the things that the big brands are selling you they're asking themselves wait a second why can't i innovate i'm the one that does the innovation i'm going to go and build my own brand and deliver a product directly to consumers. And we've, we've heard that song before, but it's really at a day and age where people can go from an early adopter network to a mass market very quickly. So I think one of the trends is seeing more and more manufacturers go direct. And I think we're going to see some new brands in some spaces that we might not have expected that. In the same way SpaceX and Tesla disrupted those industries, we're going to see other Brands like that come in very quickly to disrupt. I think that's one trend. Um, I think sort of sexier is the internet of things is actually just getting started. And we're seeing like, I was sharing before, uh, 3D printed bio tissue fabrication. So that you can have like sensors that measure drug toxicity in the scaffolding of an organ that gets implanted in a human body. And uh, while human trials are still a ways off, it's like uh, research teams have already implanted three, you know, printed uterus, printed. Oh my God. <laughs> like that's what's possible. So I'm, I'm really so excited about like not just a rear view mirror view of what this technology can provide, but, but some of the like humanity changing applications. I think this is one of those years where people have now been playing for a couple of years are going to be coming out with uh, some really inventive approaches to the way our bodies and devices stay connected. I think it's, I think health IOT is a really big and fun game. Don't you think so? Yeah, no, I do. And I, um, you know, it's so, so, so often when I'm talking to someone about some of these things, it sounds like we're in a science fiction movie, but, We've caught up to 
science fiction. Um, so, and, and there are so many things that are going to help a lot of people. There's scary pieces to it too, but you're absolutely right. There's a lot of new technologies rolling out in, um, in science and engineering and medical in education, um, I think that are going to be really fascinating. Now, you, you guys also um, are using, I don't know if you would call it a slogan or just the way that you talk about what you're doing, but you say moonshot thinking meets startup thinking. Can you explain yeah. that? Yeah, we're really excited. We've been talking a lot about what it takes to, to, to be an entrepreneur inside a large organization. And it takes something different. You know, the antibodies of a large organization are very different than what it looks like when you're in a startup, when you're a small organization. So we've, you know, there's this moment in 1962 where John F. Kennedy is speaking at Rice University and he has this famous speech where he says, we go to the moon, not because it's easy, but because it's hard. Like we choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon. And it's this uh, this canonical example of what declarative leadership looks like, that to innovate, it really takes a quality to your leadership like this shall be. And so we, you know, design thinking has been this, this just design thinking, startup thinking has been this world like let's go faster, let's go like, you know, minimum, minimum thing that works. But inside large organizations, if it's not big enough to really move the needle for an organization like PNG, if it's not a $400, $500 million market opportunity, it can't, the, the organization can't even use it. It can't, it can't even do anything with it. So what we, what we talk about with moonshot thinking is like, you don't need one big moonshot. You need lots and lots of moonshots. And that, what, what that requires of us at Indiegogo Enterprise is that we have to be great partners in teaching organizations how to fail and really how to fail in service of innovation. And that's not an easy thing to do, but like when we talk about moonshot thinking, it really comes coupled with that risk. Like John F. Kennedy didn't say we choose to go to the moon because all the engineers around him told him and they could, we could do it. In fact, it's interesting precisely because he said that in the face of no agreements, and no support for that vision. And that's the kind of leadership we have to keep working toward. We, you know, at, at Indiegogo, we've got these core values of fearlessness and empowerment and collaboration. And so that's kind of what we think about when we think about what moonshot thinking is. And it's something that has grown up like from Google and some other companies that have been thinking about big moonshots. But we're of the mind that moonshot thinking is not like one big audacious $10 million bet but like, let's let each, let's empower lots of people to start innovating in a way that gives us a new view of what really matters based on how like, the, the community responds, based on the reality of how they react to it. I think that's what's exciting. I think it's, it's uh, very poetic, too. You know, it's uh, almost kind of spiritual just to think about, uh, you know, a better way to, to move through things, you know, because business can always be kind of stale. And this is such an exciting you know, uh, approach to it. Now, you guys have a very big presence at the Consumer Electronics Show this year. And in full disclosure, Indiegogo Enterprise and Storytech, my company, are partnering to, to get as many clients um, to understand the opportunities here. Um, and we're going to take a break in a moment. But when we come back, I want to hear a little bit more about what, what that um, area of CES is going to look like. Um, and I know you also have clients that have worked with you and some of those products actually launching um, as well, or at least on the floor, having come from your world, which is really, you know, it's 360 degrees there, right? You, you're yeah, having totally. your, you're having your launch products or your products that are about to go into your program, and then you see, you know, upstairs in Whirlpool, like the real products that have come to fruition. So it's it's so exciting. All right, so we're going to be back in a moment with Matt, and we're talking about Indiegogo Enterprise and the approach to helping large businesses and small businesses get to innovation using crowdfunding and using a great platform that is set up to to deliver um, and to help people get through all of this um, madness. And Matt, just a quick question is, um, is anyone blogging or posting articles about all the great things that you guys are doing? Yeah, part of what's exciting this year is that, you know, we communicate to 
today with uh, with newsletters to uh, consumers and people that are interested in clever products, uh, people that are curious that want clever products in Indiegogo. And this year we're launching uh, new tools aimed at these entrepreneurs in large organizations to have them see innovation from a large company perspective. So, you know, we, you can already go today and sign up for Indiegogo and in January, you'll be able to sign up for Indiegogo Enterprise to really get more connected to how the kind of innovation shifts are affecting large companies. Awesome. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to dig a little bit more into the actual CES experience that we're all really excited to hear about, and and all of you can also read about when we're back on the Tech Cat Show, having our mind blown by Matt Johnston of Inter- of Indiegogo Enterprise. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform, innovate, create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answers Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to Lori at TechCat.tv. That's Lori at TechCat.tv. Woohoo! And we were um, getting really into how Matt Johnston of Indiegogo Enterprise blows people's minds every day just talking about all the interesting case studies and uh, clients that Indiegogo Enterprise has helped out. And a lot of that is going to be seen on the consumer electronics floor next week at CES. Um, so what what are you guys doing there? You're in Eureka Park, which is where all the startups are. And are, are you yep. showcasing your clients' work? We are. So Indiegogo is celebrating its 10-year anniversary. We have... Uh, launched almost a million innovations on Indiegogo and a billion plus dollars in funding, like $1.3 billion of funding. And uh, we have almost 300 exhibitors at uh, CES overall that have done a campaign on Indiegogo. When you think about it, that's a really, it's like I almost imagine, you remember the commercial, I think it was maybe Nexium, the purple pill, and there's like all these houses and the roofs turned purple as a way to kind of you know, explain how quickly the use of this, I think, indigestion drug or something was growing. I think we'd love to, like, visualize one day all the different Gogenta, the Magenta, Indiegogo-powered uh, startups there are at CES. Uh, but a lot of that is at Eureka Park. So we have a huge presence at Eureka Park, right in the center. We're, like, the uh, the MC for Eureka Park in a lot of ways. And uh, there are dozens of Indiegogo startups in and around Eureka Park. There are drone companies and there are, um, you know, social impact platforms and there are, um, you know, internet uh, connected sports equipment. And there's just all kinds of interesting small companies right alongside Companies like Procter & Gamble, who's now got, is now exhibiting at Eureka Park. 
and they're showing the Internet of Things aroma device for the home called Area that they launched on Indiegogo uh, last month. And companies like Bose and Honeywell are exhibiting both, you know, with Indiegogo and in their own booths to demonstrate the kind of product that they've been launching. Uh, Bose launched a sleep earbuds that are internet connected, like, you know, earbuds designed for you to sleep and sleep more effectively. And Honeywell has launched this uh, IoT security device on, on Indiegogo. And they are so excited to talk about how much faster and ultimately more profitable that entire experience was. Like when you, I think one of the challenges that I have is it's hard to describe to teams what they're going to get out of doing a crowdfunding campaign. Frankly, Lori, it's hard for me to describe to you what you would get. Right, right, right. It's a uniquely galvanizing experience. It forces you to answer and ask and answer some hard questions about what matters and what matters to your consumers and what matters to your business. So a lot of what these, like when you talk to these teams, they talk with the passion of a startup because they've really fallen in love with a community and a community of people that are telling them what matters. And that's hard to, to overstate how impactful that can be for them. Yeah, it's it's a really good point because it's not like um, it's not an everyday language. The concept, no. even, even though it's sitting there, it makes sense. Yeah. It's sitting there. Uh, now, where where can we learn more about what Indiegogo Enterprise is doing? Yeah, great. So you can always go to enterprise.indiegogo.com, and you can always just go to indiegogo.com and navigate your way to all of what I've described here. There's a but a part of the site is dedicated to equity crowdfunding only, and part of the site is dedicated to initial coin offerings, and part is where enterprises can learn a little bit more and then reach out. You know, mostly what we are really committed to for large organizations is to give them the kind of bespoke care that they need. They deal with like really sensitive product development issues and confidentiality and all that goes with that. We're really set up. We're kind of industrial strength service provider in that regard. So, you know, we're also going to be at a number of conferences this year, Mobile World Conference. We might be, uh, we're going to be at a Frost and Sullivan uh, research conference. We're going to be at lots of other places this year. And you can find out more about that at enterprise.indiegogo.com. And you should, if you haven't yet, you should definitely sign up for the Indiegogo newsletter. Um, You know, it just, I can say that there are 6,000 innovations on the platform at any given moment, and you can kind of imagine what you think that looks like, but I just love the joy when people like go in and find something that they're really inspired by, that they like never knew existed. Um, and so I think that's one of the smartest things that people can do and begin to see what crowd-powered innovation looks like. You know, I love personally, I do love when I get my Indiegogo email um, and I don't know if I signed up through Enterprise or not, but I love looking at the products because it's stuff that I actually want and it's oh. stuff that other people don't know about, you know, and um, I have so many. That's like your favorite thing. That's like it your is favorite my favorite thing. thing. Do, is to like tell people <laughs> stuff they don't know. You're like the hipster of technology is what you are. It really is absolutely, I love um, posting things that nobody has seen or heard about before. And also I just enjoy products that solve problems you know what i mean products that that solve i mean is your house filled with with indiegogo enterprise solutions oh totally totally in fact you know i've really been thinking next year the ideal time to buy your christmas gifts is probably september if you're someone like you or someone like me if you really want to buy that innovative thing that has people feel great about themselves and kind of blows their mind a little bit the ideal time is to buy it on Indiegogo, in demand, or Indiegogo Marketplace, those are places where you can get items that are guaranteed to ship by a certain time. And you buy it in September. You pre-order it in September. So I'm really thinking that we need to do a great job this year of having people see, you know, the opportunity to buy their Christmas gifts earlier. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, because that's that's always that's original. You know, that's really yeah. o- original, and that's ultimately what you what you want for your gifts. Because I always try and totally. go on to. Indiegogo and some other funky platforms that are doing original things um, to, to buy gifts so that your your gift doesn't just end up in the drawer. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that yeah, it actually, it, it solves life, yeah, it solves life, life problems, which is really 
you know what your platform is all is all about um it is helping people get i think to the it is step. it and i think ultimately under that like this is the place where early adopters and curious people go and we've really cultivated that brand promise for a long time but we've kept it and now what's available is that if you're building for what's next you want to build with those early adopters in mind. You want to launch your innovations in a way that gets you quickly connected to what matters to these people. Because these are the Lori Schwartzes of the world. These are the people in their communities that are discovering what matters and sharing about it. And we know how much more valuable that is than other ways that we could interrupt and reach people. So I'm just really excited about what this makes available it's like an authentic improvement in the way large organizations get connected to what matters to people that's great and as such it's um it's a good goal to have anyway to um basically be in a service as opposed to trying to sell something Mm. something that people don't need um well said well also just participating in the modern ecosystem i mean you guys are plugging into what is actually happening right now and you know if you don't innovate you're going to be disrupted and so why not partner with people that can help you get there um and then in this in this scenario there is no failure you know there's only learning you know which is always what all of our teachers told us in you know elementary school and high school in fact my volleyball coach used to say don't say you're sorry say you're learning you know and that and that's really yeah well i was a terrible spiker (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it's a bumper but I was a bad spiker cuz you know you remind me um I just to kind of share something oh, we have to that share think... share share fast cuz we have 1 minute left go ahead <laughs> yeah so well let me just let me just thank you then like the, the the opportunity here is to have the more I get to share with leaders that it's possible to launch their innovation in a way that has them learn quickly whether or not it matters so transforms their sense of courage and their sense of like courage to invest and that's what we really need you know anyone who who just takes one glance at large organizations can see that we absolutely need to change the way they sense what to invest in and they need to start including things like sustainability and wellness and social justice and I think when you when you design your product so that they work on a platform like Indiegogo and that they work for early adopters, you run a better business. And that's I love that. That's that's point. a great a great note to go out on. So we've been talking to Matt Johnston from Indiegogo Enterprise, who is helping to take corporations to their next level and um, share corporate innovation with everybody. We're all going to be at the Consumer Electronics Show next week. So if you're there, come and find us. StoryTech and Indiegogo Enterprise will be at Tech West and Tech East, and you guys will be on Eureka in Eureka Park on the bottom floor um, at Tech West. Um, And it's been great talking to everybody. Talk to you next week on the Tech Cat Show. Thanks so much for listening to the Tech Cat Show. Please join Lori H. Schwartz again for another great program next Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel and syndicated to the Voice America Women's Channel. 